are now listening to The Caleb One Show, where we talk about everything that they should have taught you in school regarding your health, your finances, and your social life. I'm your host, Caleb, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to The Caleb One Show. I'm your host, Caleb One, and this is the podcast where we talk about what school should have taught us. This is episode two of two in our series of Understanding Ignorance. In our last episode, we mentioned how there's really only three types of ignorance. One, clueless ignorance, where you or someone you know simply doesn't know the answer to something or how to respond appropriately. Two, misconception ignorance, where you or someone you thought you could trust was misinformed or how you trusted the wrong authority. Number three is detailed ignorance, where you or someone you know understands only to a basic degree or basic level of understanding to a particular topic, but are not very well versed at the smaller aspects of the subject. We go into much further detail as to the pros and cons of each level of ignorance and when to apply them in the given situation that you're in or wherever there is a time where you need to think through hey, is this actually a time where I need to note some ignorance or to avoid it? Um, Go check that out. We talk a lot more detail, like I said. That's part one. In part two, we are going to discuss the idea of the saying, ignorance is bliss. Um, It's a saying we hear all the time. You know, I want to dissect this quote further and really get to the heart of, you know, of this very phrase. Is there any merit to when it people say it or when people use it in different contexts. Um, But before we get there, if there are any topics you'd like me to cover or any questions you'd like me to clarify in the past episode or in this episode, always leave your thoughts in the podcast survey in the link in the description below. Uh, Again, just had to plug that really, really quickly because I know a lot of people just want to say, Caleb, what do you do this, 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 is this? Guys, I'm all for it. I'm all open ears to everything that you guys got to say. You just got to find a way to reply that to me. And the best way to do it is through the podcast survey in the show notes. That being said, on to the episode. One of my favorite movies of all time is the Wachowski Brothers 1999 film, The Matrix. Um, if you don't know what it is and don't know what it's about, a quick rundown without getting into spoilers is a guy uh, realizes that he's living in a simulation life and he needs to get out of the system. He gets out of the system as a freed man. But the world that exists, that is the real world, I should say, is not up to his expectation. And one of the side characters comes to a revelation that if he's living in this sort of paradise or the matrix, um, then opposed to the free world of terror and horror, um, he ends up using the quote, you know, ignorance is bliss. Um, There's more to the matrix than that. Um, I don't want to get into heavy spoilers about the show or what am I talking about, the show, the movie. Um, Guys, go check it out. It's one of the best movies that came out in 1999. Uh, I'm glad The Matrix is one of those movies. But is there any saying, or is there any truth to that saying, I should say? You know, one of my favorite books is The Paradox of Choice by Dr. Barry Schwartz. And in his book, he breaks down this very idea. And he calls it the paradox because when we are presented with multiple choices in anything in life, we go through a decision fatigue. And to show evidence of this, if I were to ask you, would you rather have a million dollars in blue diamond, alexandrite, red barrel, black opal, or demonoid garnet? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. These are some of the most expensive gems in the world. 
Some are big, some are shinier, some can't even be molded. With all of that in mind, you're now thinking, oh shit, how am I going to get this into my house? But if we were to take a step back, and if I were to ask you, hey, you, your name, whatever, would you like a million dollars? You would a hundred and like 10% agree and just ask, hey, what will be worth a million dollars? Another example of when you see the paradox of choice are usually in game shows. You know, I love The Price is Right. I've been watching so much of that uh, during this sort of quarantine period. But there's so many of those games that hinge on people feeling the regret of leaving money on the table. You know, you got games that allow contestants who have $5,000, $10,000 to double or nothing. And when contestants walk away and it's revealed that had they continued playing and they keep going with it, they would have had an extra $10,000, $20,000. And you see, you know, you sometimes see contestants bawling out their eyes with tears. And you might, you know, you might have not won the biggest jackpot, but you walked away the game with something decent. You know, it's funny how the human mind wants us to think we did bad, even though you're walking out of this game with cash you didn't have entering beforehand. This is the whole paradox of choice. People want more, but they can't make a decision on what they want. But when they do make a decision, they're upset and they're left with nothing but regret for that feeling. This is where ignorance is bliss. This is where, this is where the beauty of it comes in. If people were never exposed to the idea that they could have gotten a different or variety of something, people would be happy to take what is presented and make the most of it. It's why a lot of grandparents still are happily married, because back then there was no Tinder, there was no Grindr, there was no online dating. You usually just married whomever girl or guy you grew up with. But now that we live in a world of an abundance of people, and it's not you know surprising as the generations go on, the divorce and breakup rates are higher. And people are realizing that you know there are other options out there in the world. And there's no need to settle for it. And again, people are starting to wake up to that feeling. The problem is, is that no one ever brings up the topic of the paradox, paradox of choice, which ultimately stuns people's happiness. If you grew up a miller or a blacksmith, your entire career and what you would know would just be limited to a miller and a blacksmith. And people back then were still happy because they made the most of what they had. You know, for example, nowadays, farmers and people around agriculture are some of the happiest people in the world. Now, a little bit has to go to being connected back to nature and being with animals and having some responsibility. But a big part of it comes from the fact that they have duties that they need to accomplish. They have chores that they need to do. And these are not, you know, these are chores that are not optional. These are compulsory. They need to be done. They need to be executed. You know, you can choose the priority of when you can do them and when you know when you should do them or not but at the end of the day it all gets done and this is where i believe ignorance is bliss and truly bring people closer to happiness and a more consistent happiness i should also say as well where ignorance is not good like i've always been saying is when you're doing tasks related to work hobbies and relationship these are spaces in your life that you should know by heart and that you should know every single thing there is to it hey thanks for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it so far if there's something you'd like me to talk about or someone you'd like me to interview feel free to leave the topic or guest in their survey show notes 
And if you love this podcast, show your love by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review of what you think about the show. All right, let's get back into it. Um, for example, if you're perfectly in love with your spouse, you know, whether he's a man or a guy, a man or a guy, man or a woman, um, imagine you're perfectly in love with your spouse, but they're hooking up with another individual. See, you would be happier if you were ignorant and left in the dark and left to the fact that, you know, your spouse is cheating with someone else. But the second you're exposed to that information, your happiness would take a nosedive, as it should. But I believe in truth. When it comes to work, when it comes to hobbies, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to your health, I believe no one should be ignorant in these parts of their lives. Yes, you would be happier not knowing. But I would argue that you would be even more happier to confront it and fix the situation, building trust with yourself and others around you, and to hopefully never have to deal with that sticky situation again. Now, it may sound like I'm telling you that having a lot of choice is bad. No. The indecision to make a choice and the feeling of regret is bad. So to avoid this, I want to share my three-step process to avoid the paradox of choice and to have a level of closure and feeling of liberation with the idea of ignorance is bliss and making peace with that. So step one, non-negotiables. For me, I always try to limit my choices between three to five options, and I make my choices based on criteria. You know, whether it's I can use this for a job or I can use this for a relationship, I like using non-negotiables where something needs to contain an element that is undisputed. I think that's what goes along with the word non-negotiable. So for me, some non-negotiable traits are like money, love, values, beliefs, chemistry, location, timing. You can make up as many non-negotiables as you can and just brainstorm them. But I highly recommend that you boil down to three and have another two to three more as nice-to-haves. And like I said, you can apply this to anything you want, your career, people around you, workout routines. You know, you don't want to be wasting your time on searching you know, that won't follow through because you didn't do your due diligence or you didn't do your homework of what you wanted in people or in a particular topic or in a particular area of life. At the same time, you don't want so many non-negotiables where you don't have any choice or you have very little choice to pick from. You know, keep dating, quotation marks, dating ideas until you find something that sticks. Number two, picking your choice. Hopefully by now, you would have a catalog of people or things that fit your non-negotiables. You know, you never want to be in a position where you need to act needy, especially in dating or in work. No one likes someone who's needy. I always have a saying, needy is creepy. So just don't. Have an abundance mindset. I talk a lot about that in my a lot of past episodes. Um, if you guys watch or listen to Trip Kramer from his How to Talk to Girls podcast, he talks a lot about having an abundance mindset and not putting people on a pedestal. Um, but back to our topic, people will pray and take advantage of people who are in the state of neediness. Uh, just be comfortable and remember that you have leverage of walking away because there are other options. But once you pick out your, your top three or five choices and study each one, you know, in the world of business, some ideas are Amazon dropshipping, software development, um, maybe real estate, for example. Spend some time and research each sector. And who knows, what you thought would be your number one option that you would be in would actually be the worst thing that could happen to you. 
Um, again, don't spend any money on courses. Go in with an open mind, but again, be objective. Know when to walk away from something. Don't get so tied up in something saying like, oh, I got to pull off the social media marketing thing. No, don't. You're going to be pulled into it because of money if you invest it. And then you're going to go through a sunk cost fallacy. I'm not going to get into that here, but once you're sort of in that trap, you're in a very sticky situation. Um, again, if you know someone in a space, you know, ask for their opinion or ask for a shadow for the entire day. Like just look over their shoulder from an objective view. Um, and again, maybe there's something that there's something wrong. Maybe there's some valid criticism or that needs to be addressed. And you know, that's some space that you need to figure out for yourself. Now, if there is a tie between two options, which often happens, some tiebreakers are, you know, sometimes just getting your hands dirty and split testing which one slightly goes with your favor. You know, figure out what career path or which person you'd want to go with. You know, have literally, I always like to actually, once I have sort of two things that are sort of balance, I like to actually just jump right into it and start doing it. Not invest any money, not, you know, uh, give any 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 dollars to anybody just literally engage myself and immerse myself in the situation and then try them both out um i think that's that's always helpful for me um just putting a little bit of elbow grease and then a little bit of time into it and from there split test your results and see what works step number three make it count once i'm onto something i'm focusing my choice or my time on that choice as you say I'm not letting myself get distracted with shiny object syndrome. I'll talk about that in a future episode. Um, I'm also not going to be paying attention to other things along the sidelines. I'm going to be focusing on my choice that I made. But at the same time, I'm going to be reflecting on it every now and then because sometimes your perspective does change and you do get older along the way and you have new views on certain things. So allow yourself that wiggle room to make changes along the way to better yourself. Sometimes being exposed to other ideas allows you to collaborate with other people and build connections that um, that's actually worth going for. Sometimes you know you meet people online um, or on Tinder or whatever, and sometimes you you had something of them in your perspective change. You say, oh, they have a bunch of tattoos. They must be a low-level person. Well, really, hey, maybe they just have a tattoo because it reminds them of something else or it keeps them aligned in their goals. So that's really what I wanted to cover in this episode. The episode's kind of coming to an end. Uh, in the modern world, you don't really want a lot of choice, right? Because like I said, if you have too much choice, you suffer from decision-making and worrying if you made a good decision or not. But at the same time, you don't want only one choice where you miss out on solid opportunities. Um, you got gurus on the internet making people feel bad for missing the quote-unquote greatest opportunity ever and making viewers at home feel FOMO with the fear of missing out. Let me tell you this. I'll be the first to tell you this, guys. The grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is only greener where you water it, meaning things only get better where you put effort in. So hopefully... You guys did enjoy this episode. If you guys want to learn more about the paradox of choice and why people are happier with less things, go check out Barry Schwartz's book, The Paradox of Choice. I highly recommend it, especially now that we live in a world with, like I said, an abundance of people and with so many things popping up and so many distractions. I think people would ultimately be happier if they were never exposed to some ideas. Now, this again, this has been part two in our series of ignorance and understanding what it means to know versus not know. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.